This is episode 811 for January 2024, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawlspace Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. Before we get to the ASM review show, I want to thank people that made it possible for you to listen to it. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. So check it out, and you can get exclusive perks like ex- behind-the-scenes info about the site, upcoming guests, uh, exclusive podcasts like our monthly Spider Satellite episode, you also get uh, t-shirts and swag and bumper stickers and coffee cups and an exclusive Discord. Lots of nice perks by signing up and helping support the site. So one more time, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Hey, crawlspacers, welcome to our monthly ASM show. Let's introduce the panel. We've got Sarah back. Welcome, Sarah. What's going on? Oh, nothing much. Um, just getting ready for our winter concerts coming up. What? Uh, you're wearing a Spider-Man Christmas sweater? Is that what I see? Let's take a look. Oh yes. my gosh! Look at all the, look at all the webs. I love it. Very cool. Thank you. Love it. Someone else in the Christmas uh, Spider season is Ryan with the Santa hat. What's up, Ryan? Oh, not too much here. I have to say, Sarah, I'm slightly jealous because I need that sweater with this hat and I'll be set to go. Wait, hold oh. on. Oh, there oh. we go. Oh, I'm more jealous. She's got the whole combo here and I just got this. <laughs> little I'm wearing my favorite fight cancer shirt, though, tonight. So oh, there we go. very nice. Very nice. Uh, Sarah's got the 90s logo on her hat with the, uh, the animated series logo. Oh, that's true. She does. Nice. I'm, I'm just wearing the regular uh, sessional emblem. Spiderhead. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's so 90s. And uh, wearing Spider Man boxers is Mike. What's going on, Mike? I'm just kidding. Christmas boxers. <laughs> well, you never, you never know, Brad. You never know. <laughs> I really what I don't want to know. Actually, I'm good. No, no, I'm not going to know. No worries. So, yes. Um, yeah, I am kind of not wearing Santa gear, but I'm wearing red. So, I guess it's kind of keeping the theme in motion here. So, although. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, happy to be back on. And, no doubt, uh, we missed you. Yeah, we missed you over mm-hmm. last. Uh, all right, we also have Christina. What's going on, Christina? I'm the only one not with Spider-Man Christmas gear. I have a shirt, and then I have yeah. 2099 socks. So ah, 2099 oh. socks. Oh. Now, did they cost 2099, or for, are they from the year 2099? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were in a f- five pair of socks that came for Across the Spider Verse. So I got like Spider Gwen Miles, a c- oh. another pair of, of Miguel. So they're cool. With inflation, socks will be twenty ninety nine eventually. So, oh my goodness! <laughs> In Nueva New York, it'll be shockingly fun. <laughs> oh, oh, shock! All right. Also, we have Craig. What's going on, Craig? Welcome back, buddy. <clears throat> Craig, what's going on? Delay is hello. Right. Can you hear me? We yes. can. Yes. 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 Are you from the year twenty ninety nine? Uh oh. Uh oh. We've lost Craig. All right. And here Sarah's worried about the problems tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Craig is a.k.a. Hornacek. All right. Uh, let's see. Let me pull up my notes. Who's got this first issue? I do. All right, Sarah, take us through Repo. <laughs> re- re- repo and Craig's Internet is what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is Amazing Spider-Man 932, written by Zeb Wells, art by... Well, and there's a Ooh, lot of people who... Yes. 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 Can you hear us, Craig? Can you hear us, Craig? Okay. We're going to take Craig out for the time being. 
Yeah, right. And keep going. Oh. Keep okay, going, okay. Sarah. What do we got? There's there's a lot of people on art in this book. Um, Here, there's let me Penciler. Pull up the credit page. Uh, just to take a look who is okay. Yeah. So Penciler, Ed McGinnis, Inkers, Mark Farmer, Wade von Gra Badger, and Ed McGinnis, colorist Marcio Menez, and then there's two other things in the credits. So I'm not entirely sure like what part of the issue this was, but whoa, the end part of the issue. Duh. Um, Gang War chapter artist Emilio. Leso and gang war chapter colorist Eric Arseniega. So lots of people involved in this book. All right. So we do started- a lot of do a lot of cooks in the kitchen make a great book, Sarah. We will find out. You will find out. Just it wait. Doesn't. Okay. So uh, it doesn't. <laughs> we start, we start this issue with Spider-Man being swallowed by repo. Jesus. And we see the lovely visu- visuals associated with that. Down at least throat. now. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, at least now Spider-Man knows exactly where the demons that have been swallowed go. Uh, Side note, in I think the next page, my favorite part of this beginning sequence was the tiny little yay at the bottom (laughs) of the page. I got you. Hold on. I got your yay. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Yay. (laughs) When you're getting flushed to limbo, this is the way. Yay. Every limbo boy and girl yells, Yay! <laughs> mm-hmm. Brad, thank you for that musical interlude. Oh, no problem. Um, you, know, you know, I bring it. I know you do. <laughs> I'm about to bring it. So, meanwhile, okay. during Rec Rap's story time adventure, oh, um, did you, did you hear that? that? Please tell me you heard that. Yes. Rec Rap's story time, story time adventure. I have it right here. Good lord. Okay. Uh-oh. Should we hear a cheesy 70s background song as this speaks. Brown chicken, yep. brown cat. No, that's not it. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no. no Brad, no. Uh, what, With a uh, nice little bass in the background, a lot of uh, saxophones. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, staying alive <laughs> with Rec Rap. Sure, uh, 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 I'd love to help. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm going to shut up. Sarah's going to take an hour to get through this if I keep talking over it. Uh-oh. No, right, just keep, keep singing your little heart out, Brad. Just, just go. I'll put um, myself on mute and do it. <laughs> so the other demons, uh, though, are begging for wreck rack or rap. I can't wreck rap to stop his story as they literally lived through it. Um, side note: I also love the Kraken's last hunt comment. And then we see Splore. At least I think that's how that is pronounced. And Parker Pete Man arrives through what looks like a butthole. <laughs> so, okay, hold on. This hold is the on. cue for Brad to zoom in on what I'm talking about. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Spider-rific. Yeah. You mean a sphincter, yep. Sarah? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Oh, Doctor no. Strange giving colonoscopies over here. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> god Are we sure this is for what does have the proper rating on it a little bit? <laughs> just and just McGinnis was like, if I can draw it, it will happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. All so, right. Segwaying out of the back door. Sorry. I had to. I had to. The joke was there. I grabbed the fruit for the limb and, and I, I served You're, the lemonade. Um, What's the word? Shameless. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Parker Pete man is now aware of his surroundings and is concerned about the demons all around him. But in true hero fashion, all of those, all those demons want to do is get wreck wrap the hell out of there. 
So Spider-Man wonders just how long Rec Rap has been down there talking to them. And according to the demons, it's been a long time and they are out of tears to cry. We cut to Repo as he's talking to Randy Robertson, whom he's kidnapped. And he's explaining like why he's doing what he's doing. Um, and then we cut back to what says day two, which has actually only been 10 earth seconds. So there's a little bit of things going on with the time. But reading so the as- book feels like two days. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Spider-Man and RecRap make a plan to get out there or get out of there, but don't worry. RecRap has brought the snacks for their journey and into the butthole they go. Hold and on, hold on, hold on. We have to see the booty. <laughs> All right. there. <laughs> oh, Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Today on Sesame Street, we'll learn how the body works. Uh, Do you buy the yeah. letter B? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So the next series of panels um, shows Spider Man and Rec Rap's journey Trying as well. About the story. Yep. Yeah. As well as Repo talking to Randy about his old life. And he has like a knife or something. It looks kind of like a knife in his hand. Anyway, he's threatening Randy, right? So this takes days for the duo, but means only a minute on earth. So just as Repo is about to make Randy pay, Spider-Man and Recrap come bursting out of Repo, um, which I didn't think I'd be saying anything like that during the review show, but here we are. Look at all the stuff on them. <laughs> yeah, it's so disgusting. Oh, and there's I, I think it was this book that the a few a couple of panels ago they were on like a meat train. Yep. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, yeah. that was yeah, yeah, that was the meat train, train thing. that was powered by stuff they didn't want to talk about. Isn't this what There's the train. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't this what Ant Man was supposed to do to Thanos? Oh, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back, Craig. The internet's yeah, yeah. getting better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, where were we? Oh yeah. We just pooped out Spider-Man. All right. Uh-huh. I think yep. that's the new adjective pooped out Spider-Man. <laughs> we never thought we'd say those words again. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I thought so. <laughs> so after getting a good look at Repo's face, Spider-Man actually realizes that He's the collections agent who's been trying to collect money from Peter since he was poisoned by the UFOs. Um, So back at the beginning of this run, Um, Peter hasn't seen him since limbo attacked New York and thought he, he was scared off. Well, he's not. And he wants to make Spider-Man pay since swallowing him whole didn't work. Now it's time to bite him in half. (laughs) That I've ever sues and Spider-Man webs an end table to repost face and sends that end table down the hatch and into repost stomach as Spider-Man then screams, he can collect himself. What a quip. The final question remains, what happened to repo for the answer? Turn in, tune in to the next episode of rec rap story time adventures. <laughs> that, that coffee table is on Facebook marketplace limbo right now. <laughs> Wait, just kidding. The queen of limbo shows up and says, that repo will be punished for his extracurricular activities until next time. True believers. So that's the mm-hmm. first part. Uh, next is uh, connected more to, to gang war. So the, the end of this book, um, we see Randy visiting uh, mayor Luke cage, which I don't know how that happened. So can someone fill me in on that? Uh, um, yeah, that happened in devil's reign. I believe it because it's devil's reign. Yeah. The daredevil. Wilson disc was mayor. Um, and basically decided to outlaw the all the old superheroes. Yeah. Luke Cage decided, well, screw that. I'm going to run for mayor. And he won. But, of course, 
because being because this was being the uh, New York legal system being what it is, they could not undo the superhero outlaw law until so that's yeah. you know so but yeah that's that's how that happened yeah was that like uh was was that in a spider-man book that that happened that was in i think that was in the devil's rank cross that was the devil's it rank. was that was the end of chip sadarsky's run yeah yes. yeah mm-hmm. okay well i don't know where the hell i was during that time <laughs> um so maybe you were in limbo for a month uh, Please tell me Luke Cage's campaign at Slogan was Sweet Christmas. I Probably hope so. so. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I, I would it's like Christmas, sweet Christmas comes early. <laughs> a sweet Christmas for Christmas everyone. comes early. That's good. <laughs> there you go. So Randy visits Mayor Luke Cage and asks him to help support bringing the superheroes back to New York. Obviously, we know this is a little bit more complicated than just that. So mm-hmm. we see as Hammerhead is watching the news with his girlfriend, or who I think is his girlfriend, I don't know, and uh, <laughs> sees, sees Randy talking to the press. Could just be wearing a mask, I don't know. Yeah, who knows, who knows. Um, <laughs> he, he gets a phone call uh, from some of his men about how they took out uh, Lady Ewan's grunts, and, and it sounds like, and definitely looks like Hammerhead is putting different gang leaders against each other. So the next day, Hammerhead speaks with the various gang leaders as they're complaining about these issues and saying like, oh, I'm going to take action against so-and-so because they did this, that, and whatever. And so um, Hammerhead seems to be the center of the solution, although they don't know that Hammerhead is actually the problem. So <clears> then <throat> we see Janice with her father in the hospital and, and Randy visits, but it doesn't go well, and she leaves. We then cut to Silvermane and uh, Count Nefaria as Silvermane's robot body suddenly has a mind of its own and attacks Nefaria. Then we see a mysterious figure as Silvermane, and it's hard to tell with with the art, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like he rips his own head off. And then um, that figure says, hey, gang war sounds fun. And then the book ends, to be continued. Yes. There are first, or well, let's go around the horn. Oh. Who is that guy or gal? Guesses. Norman Osborn. It's essentially he's already they're already going with the idea, but it's technically the Green Goblin persona. So I think it's gonna be like like Norman does thinks that he's he's turning the one the the list is oh he's already has become mm. the Green Goblin. He just doesn't know. Okay, so we got two so, Green yeah. Goblins. Uh Sarah, who do you think it yeah. is? I don't care. all right the new villain from marvel soon to be a marvel legend Uh, i don't care all right (laughs) ryan who you like who do i like yeah who Uh, you like who is that i I, i'm definitely saying it it was it had to be uh green goblin there because i saw the boots as well as the silhouette if you look at the way the head the the chin is pointed and there's a little bit of the ear Mm -hmm. by the uh, yeah yeah Yeah. i saw that too i was like that's not madam ass that's a male and it's play the goblin Christina, who is it? Well, when I first read it, I'm like, I was just gonna wait to see what Gang War revealed and see what happens. But I, I, I agree with the man. At, but I'm kind of like Sarah. It's, but it's like we'll see what happens. So, and Greg, who is that? I, I think it's Norman too. The, the dialogue makes it sound like this is someone who just realized there's a gang war coming on. So I don't think it's anyone we've already seen uh, from one of the various gangs. So it's like Norman just became evil a few issues ago, and he just realized, oh, there's a gang war brewing. This sounds like fun. Remember back in the Ditko mm-hmm. days when I was wanted to be exactly. in gangs in New York? So, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Sarah, let's go around the horn for grades. You get the first stab at it. Go ahead. What do you give this? I, I gave it an A plus. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> no, really? Are you serious? I'm I'm dead ass serious. Wow. Yes. Don't say ass. I, we're, we're done with this. All right. right. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You really an a, a, what'd you say a B for no you no you said A for ass okay got it uh, now I'm saying it okay Ryan C minus okay for colonoscopy yes uh, Craig, <laughs> we got an A for ass we got a C for colonoscopy let's see if I can finish it Craig what do you like uh, so are we great great for the whole issue or for each individual story? the whole thing it's one bit it's one package the whole thing uh, it averages yeah. out to uh, a C. C for colonoscopy again. Yeah, uh, D minus for the, D minus for the rec wrap. Uh, B plus for the gang war stuff. Okay, Christina. I also said C minus for colonoscopy. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mike, you going D for Dookie? Um, <laughs> I am actually going to average out for C for colonoscopy because they should have called rec wrap and re repo and repo recrap and repo because that that whole story, that whole story <laughs> was <re> shit. <laughs> There's so much poop in this. I'm giving it. Oh, yes. I'm the, giving. Mike, I see you. I see you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am giving this a very rare Brad Douglas F for flatulence. Wow. Flatulence. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. But the cover. The cover. I, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Hate it. We're all into football. I know yeah. that. Okay. I mean. The only thing that saved it was the game war stuff at the end. Yeah. If it didn't yeah, have sure. that, this would definitely be yeah. down the drain sure, but, or down the but, crapper, as it were, or down the. Okay. All know, right, let's flush this out. Down. Sarah, uh, <laughs> pros. <laughs> okay, okay, he hear me out. Okay, <laughs> so I, I love the art, um, except, you know, for. The aforementioned colon. butthole, right? Yep. Um, I, okay, if that's not the quote, I love the art with the exception <laughs> of the butthole. Okay. Um, I, and you I, gave it an A. I thought the stuff with Rec Rap was hilarious. Like, I'm here for that. It was so, like, stupid, right? I get that. It was. I understand. <laughs> Fantastic, though, in my opinion. Um, uh, <laughs> I also liked, obviously, the gang war stuff though, leading up to that. I'm very interested to see who that figure is. Um, so we'll see where it goes, but those are just a few. I, I think it's, a, I think it will be hysterical if we look at this in what, three, four months. And I think it's Norman Osborn and we, oh yeah, we got it. Like, oh yeah. There's no, oh, there's no mystery. Oh, yeah, him. That's it. Yay. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. <laughs> Walter, <laughs> Brad is on fire. Someone get the preparation H. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, George has said in the past, I, I, my puns are on fire and I can, uh, I can deliver them if you want to. So, mm -hmm. uh, Ryan, uh, feel well, free. What's a pro out of you, sir? Uh, pro, believe it or not, I lived like the adventure from, 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 from the booty back to the esophagus <laughs> during the thing, actually from the meat train to the Let's regurgitate what you're saying. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So, uh, from the meat train. yeah, from the meat train all the way up to the uvula was actually pretty well actually oh, done by the areas there. <laughs> Um, and of course the gang war because I'm an old Magia fan, so you know I, I always can do it, especially when you know you see uh, Silvermane, the old man mm -hmm. robot, beating Count Nefaria to death using a little uh, mm -hmm. uh, ionic energy pieces. Those are kind of my favorite parts of this, and the art, like I said. Yeah. Um. The, yeah. Uh, Craig Pro, what did you like about this book? Uh, well, for the Wreck-Rap story, it's over, and hopefully Wreck-Rap <laughs> has gone back to his planet, and we'll never see him again. 
<laughs> I mean, at the end, he, we he have goes back to Limbo. The rec rap, uh, yeah, the yeah. rec rap Yay. is gone. Uh, Ballad's giving him the like the the parade where he's like the mayor of Limbo now or whatever, and hopefully he'll stay there forever and never come back to New York. Um, there is there is one time that rec rap made me laugh in this story, and most of the time I was reading this, I was like, oh god, oh god. It's when. Uh, Rec Rap uh, thinks Spidey is uh, making some kind of exclamation because he says, Randy. And so then Rec Rap says, it's time for a classic quip. And he picks up the couch and shoves it into Repo's mouth. And he says, Randy. Mm -hmm. And that made me laugh. Yeah, that was funny. Mm -hmm. That was the right. only, that's the only time that, that Rec Rap made me laugh in this whole story. So mm -hmm. I got to. If I, I can find the, uh, oh yeah, the couch. Yeah. He picks up the couch <clears> and he shoves it into his mouth and he yells, Randy, as if he thinks Randy is, is some kind of like ex exclamation. <laughs> oh, Randy's a couch. Yeah, Randy's. Oh, yeah, the name yeah. of a couch is, is called Randy. That's what he thinks. No, what? No, because Spidey no, said Randy earlier. Clip. Spidey said Randy he earlier. Thinks he thinks it's like a battle thinks, crier. Yeah. 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 That's what he really yeah. thinks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so that, Randy. That, that, made, me, that made me laugh. Um, <laughs> Low um, bar there, Craig. Yeah. I had to get it explained pro. to me. Yeah. That's the, that's the only pro for the rec rap stuff. Others, uh, I got lots of pros for the uh, the gang war stuff. I I found the gang war stuff interesting. I really liked, even though it's a tonal shift where you're reading this limbo rec rap story, and all of a sudden you Absolutely. turn the page and it's it's over. And I was like, wait, the issue is only half over. What what hat, what that's going on here? But it's all these little scenes basically setting up. This almost felt like what First Strike uh, should have been, not should have been, but uh, what I expected it to be. It's all this stuff with all the various people setting up what's going to happen to make Gang War start. I really like seeing all these different people. Uh, I liked Hammerhead planning clues, planning masks here to make this group think that this group was the one to attack them, and all the machinations behind and. Um, yeah, and then the, the figure in the, at the end got me interested in see oh what's what, what's going on. I was I after I read this, I really was interested in reading the next issue, which has not happened a lot in in this run. The last two, you've not had that pleasure. Oh yeah, that was gone. I haven't. Yeah. Christina, what'd you like? What's your pros? Two things first. First of all, I'm sorry, Recrap did not explode because I know you wanted that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and second. Uh, I don't know if if this was caught, but there was a letter in there from Mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to oh, mention yeah. that. Let me pull oh, yeah. it up. We got Crawlspacer yeah. own Mark Alford, who reviews yeah. this book on the front page, along with Craig and Ryan. Uh, he's right here. Mark Alford. I actually heard that Chi-Town actually wrote this letter, but signed his name, Mark. But that's a secret. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell anyone. If, if, you, right, know, if yeah. you know the long history of Mark and, and Chi-Town, they have a... They're BFF. And, and this is yeah. totally, yeah. I would love for you to bring back my best buddy's <laughs> favorite. It's yeah. totally a shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely yeah. a little ghostwriting right there. Really fun. Mm -hmm. that's, mm -hmm. that's cool. That, that is a pro that a crawlspacer yep. insulted yeah. another crawlspacer in the lab. <laughs> 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 I, I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, Mike, what's your, what's your pro? Well, um, although Rec Rap didn't explode, uh, we did have Repo basically uh, devour himself and out, out of existence. Yeah. I think there's a metaphor yeah. somewhere in there. Uh, so there's that. Um, but um, I think, yeah, I think I kind of appreciated the game where maybe not so much for, you know, the interesting, but that it actually was following up on plot lines that <laughs> that Webwell seemed to have all but forgot about. Oh, there's this stuff going on. We... Sounds relatively interesting, but um, 
Also, I guess again, I, I mean, I know it's already was said, but the art by uh, Ed McGinnis is always was great. Um, that was best thing about the rec rap stuff. Um, I mean, granted, I think his talents were wasted on the story, but I mean, I mean, but again, he did it really well, including all the inner workings, shall we say, of uh, of a demonic uh, repo man of you know. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> so, any case, yeah, that's you know. Real quick, is my math off? Eight seventy six, and this is nine thirty three, or thirty two. Did we wait fifty six issues for this mystery to be solved? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> no repo man. Repo. Nobody cared about the guy. See, they was. Has, yeah. Has anybody is, been saying, "Hey, I wonder who that repo guy is who died"? Well, yeah, here's the funny thing is, I think. Yeah, only the crossbowers yeah, knew who this who repo was. Yeah, but nobody else did because <laughs> one, he was drawn originally by John Romina Jr. and not uh, Ed McGinnis, so they don't. So, so that's why Spidey couldn't recognize him. I just guess. But the other thing is too is that. Uh, but the other thing is too is that um, I think it was almost Wells will almost count on the fact that people forgot about who this guy was in the beginning, so that he could be the mystery. But mm-hmm. folks like us would how. Black, I'm sorry for this but anal retentive we are. I know we're using the whole anal retentive. <laughs> How dare you, Mike? How dare you? Congrats, congrats Mike. Got well, in a butt joke. Yeah. I thought I was there the only one. But, but yeah, that's you get the one hundred for me for that one, Mike, right there. <laughs> yeah, but that's how we are basically. Where I think people well, was caught on real fast who this repo guy was. Oh. Um, but real quick, yeah. Zach in chat. What's up, Zach? He says it was eight ninety four, so it's a typo in there. Well, yeah, that's a typo and a Nick, like Lowe Nick Lowe is is back to uh, oh. yeah, Nick Lowe okay. doing his so there you go, Zach. great editing job work. Well, <laughs> still, um, yeah, we we still don't care. I mean, who it is? Yeah. Uh, con- <laughs> uh, did we go around for that? Was prose right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Sarah, prose. what did you like on your A book? I'm sorry. What did yeah. you not like there on you your go. book that you gave an A to? Um, do you want to know like literally what I wrote? Um, sure. It wasn't, wasn't there some way to prevent drawing the butthole dot, dot, dot. I mean, come on. <laughs> we didn't need that. That didn't need to be in there. Although it was funny. Stop it, Brad. Stop it. <laughs> you know, when you zoom in on a patu uh, limbo booty, you get an onomatopoeia, a patu. 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 We're not getting demonetized for keep showing those images, Brad. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're going to be careful not to point. <laughs> You're right. Patu, too. Okay. Go ahead. So. Less booty, and you would have given it an A plus, Sarah. All right, moving on to oh, Ryan. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for my God, first of all, this story technically did not need exist to exist here and everything. But uh, my biggest thing is, is it does go to Gus, the debt collector. I mean, Jr. said this last uh, review too, but you know, this, uh, the character of this was originally was for him was him saying like, you know, it's just, I didn't find it interested. You know, the debt people that would hire me just never asked how I got them to pay. I made sure they paid. And you know what? I kind of wanted to do more with them. And as we got more into him, how basically he was killing all these people that owed money to whatever municipalities, hospitals, whatever. And they were like, oh, they paid us money. We're good. But yet people were like, oh, 
our, our, we haven't seen our landlord. Don't go to his attic. Oh, you know, we haven't heard this guy. Don't go to his attic at no point. And another thing is, according to the Fair Credit Billing Act of 1978, sorry, March 8th, oh, <laughs> cannot stand or threaten a person. The last person was was in Boston of 2018, where the person that they were trying to delect, they, they threatened to hurt them. And the woman turned around and sued him for $2 million. Because they fell and failed the act. So technically, Zeb Wells, and I read that in two minutes, sorry, from a Google search. Zeb Wells just wrote in a paragraph, mysterious debt collector who will always get his money but has a secret. Gotcha. Two years later, here's my secret. <laughs> I just can't help myself. It went over like a, a sad fart. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But, but I would not putting this past Marvel. I think Repo is going to have a miniseries with Cardiac. No, because he is no. the hero of the healthcare industry. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, cardiac versus Repo for thirty years finally oh, meets his arch nemesis. Exactly, oh, that is Cardiac's hey. arch nemesis, right? For those, yeah, that go back to the nineties. Like look for Cardiac if you don't. Yeah, know I'm quite Cardiac. Yeah, what happened, Craig? Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, sorry, I was just going to say, I thought Cardiac's arch nemesis was the healthcare system. Isn't that what the arrow always says? He hasn't met Repo yet. Yes. Who works for the healthcare system? Yeah. My other con was was when it finally came to Madeline Pryor and she revealed to both Spider-Man and the fact that Repo had actually been, you know, kidding these people because he was being it. But at the same time, she knew who he was. And also, um, you know, and like I said, I've said my things about Zeb Wells, but he was the one who brought her back. I mean, I do enjoy his Hellions run, but basically in the long run, basically everything Repo and the Insidious Six want, she basically gave them. So like I said, once again, showing the storyline was a waste of time. No, Walter, I did not Google dad jokes of the butthole variety. <laughs> this, this is just me off, off, off the uh, the cuff and the booty. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mike, what'd you dislike? I think you've mentioned a few of them. What, what else? Um, yeah. Um, let's see. Well, one, I knew, first of all, I realized that comedy is hard to write. And I think Zeb Wells being coming from a comedic background with Robot Chicken. I mean, granted, some of it was not exactly my, even Robot Chicken was not exactly my brand of humor necessarily. It was hit and miss, very hit and miss. This felt like he was trying to create the new like fabulous Frogman, but it didn't really work. I did because it guess because it's just so everything about Recraft just feels so forced. I know people <laughs> like this guy for some reason, and I know because of his no. idiocy and everything. But yeah, but it just. It just didn't feel right. And also, I do agree with you, Brian, about the um, the thing with Man from Madeline Pryor getting away scot-free again uh, for all this stuff. And just everything about this, I was like, do we really need to have a follow-up to Dark Web? Was that really in, in demand from every from anybody that we see, <clears> like, the follow-up to these characters, apparently these characters, and unresolved plot threads from that story? No. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I mean... Like I said, no one really cared about this debt collector guy, you know, at all. Um, the fact that he was basically using his, uh, apparently his uh, barber's razor to basically kill his his people who owed him money and stuff and just continuing on with that. It's like, yeah, okay, that just came out of nowhere. But it just everything, yeah, because it's everything. So it just felt like, yeah, it just felt like this was almost like filler. I mean, in a way... I guess he wanted to try to do something a little bit. Isaiah Wells wanted Wells wanted to do something a little bit lighthearted after the um, the spider who laughs storyline, as we call it, I guess, when he became goblinized yeah. and stuff. Doesn't but, work. I mean, 
Mm. Yeah, but it, yeah, it just felt like you're when when you're doing comedy, you got to have it. It 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 didn't feel natural to me. Like a lot of it just felt felt that the humor just comes across very forced, very you know, trying to be trying to like, oh, I'm trying to get the laughs, and it's just not working. It. I know some people liked it, but just wasn't for me. But I felt like he was trying to be Keith Giffen, where it went from a where he was as a writer would make it so serious he would get to the comedy shortly right. after. We all said yep. with the Spider-Man laughs, this kind of came in like, oh, yeah, we need a funny humor. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and and humor is subjective. Uh, what I like sure. is what others don't. And, and this mm-hmm. isn't, isn't my cup of tea. Uh, yeah. Christina, what did you not like? What's a con? Pretty much what everybody else said. Yeah. I know we've talked about this on the show, too. Did this really need to be three issues long? Like, I think one shot might have been better to maybe break the ice before game war and stuff, but mm. it, it, it didn't need to be three issues long. So, and then Madeline Pryor, like you said, not getting uh, repercussions for what she's done, walking away scotch free. Yeah, but it didn't need to be three issues long and stuff. So, <laughs> uh, Craig, what's your con? So, we've not mentioned. Um, most of it's been mentioned. Um, the repo battle is over su- or surprisingly quick. Like I said, when I got to the halfway point, I'm like, wait, this is over. I had no idea the rest of the issue was all gang war stuff. So it just feels like they showed up and they immediately defeat him and everything's resolved really quickly. Um, it just, I was like, this, there was no way this could be done in two issues. Uh, maybe even one, uh, it was really stretched out. Um, the yeah, reveal, the I'm looking at it. It's three pages long. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he, he beats and, him with some furniture. Yeah, he I makes mean, him eat himself, basically. And I said, in the re- I said in the review, it reminded me of the spot kicking himself into himself from the Spider-Verse movie. It was him mm-hmm. tricking him into eating himself. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what else? What else here? Um, yeah. The, and uh, oh, it's, uh, so this is the second time in uh, in this run where uh, Zells has used an alternate reality uh, where time runs at a different speed than the regular world. Oh, I just yeah. Thought, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, also, uh, we're going to hit this up later, uh, within the span of three issues, Randy Robertson's abducted and then he's shot. Like what? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. my poor Randy, yeah, Randy's gone through more than uh, Peter does in two pages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cons out of me. Does this does not belong in an amazing Spider-Man book. This is a backup annual story that should have been maybe 10 pages. Uh, this does not flow after the excellent, uh, Gob- what was it called? Goblin. What was the pre- oh. previous storyline? Um, we don't even know what the title. We don't is. even know. The one where Peter got Norman oh, wow. sent. Sinful Spider-Man. Like, sinful Spider-Man. There you go. Yeah. What did you say, Craig? What is it? I, the sin. I call it the sinful Spider-Man. Other people probably. The sinful. Too. Okay. The sinful. I like that adjective on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I, it, it does not flow. It doesn't flow well. There is no mm-hmm. consequences of those previous issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been said by you all. It's been said in chat. Uh, ha- this story could have been done wrapped up so quickly. This one is only 15 pages long and then you go into gang war. So mm-hmm. easily it could have been, if you really, really want to stretch it, it could have been two. I would have made it a backup annual story. There's wreck mm-hmm. rap is in it more than Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And so is the, when you get to the gang war stuff, there's not much Peter Parker in the back of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. when you put a story in amazing Spider-Man, it better be your a game. And this ain't it. I could not stand this. I, I begrudgingly read this, and I should look forward every month to Amazing Spider-Man, and I do, could care less how this ended. I could would have never guessed I would be zooming in on a picture 
of two people getting pooped out of limbo. <laughs> I would have never. Well, weirder things have happened on this show. Mm. It's up there. <laughs> um, yeah. F. I had fallen on me like me during a live podcast where my uh, ceiling light fell out in the background. It was very interesting. Oh. So, yeah, weird things happen. Yeah. What, what does what Kelly said, say? Brad, seems like a, and what you said, Brad, seems like These a things happen. How, yeah. And what you said, just said, Brad, about how Spider-Man and Rick Rap just got pooped out of this, of some yeah. of, of Limbo's butthole. That sounds like, hmm, Wells' writing process for this story, yeah. I guess. That's how, well, <laughs> what's, like, what, what's it called? Uh, I used to call it vomit writing. Where you, it's like your first draft where you yeah. just try to get it on paper. Yeah. And if your deadline's yep. coming, you vomit mm-hmm. right, and then you tweak it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, this was Ooh. shit writing. And yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, I, just, I just can't get it. That's wow. that's crazy. Like I'm seriously the only one that liked this issue. Like I did not yeah. picture that. Well, well I'm, I'm I think Neil did. Of it. Neil's a fan. Neil's a fan. That's fine. So yeah, Sarah's going off. You guys are like this issue sucks, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, you are entitled to your opinion. But you then, um, when Mike mentioned oh. that Zeb Wells wrote wrote whatever in robot chicken like that kind of makes sense now because i like that stupid yeah. humor like that so. <laughs> oh, yeah. i was like oh, yeah. okay there it is Man, yeah, yeah he he excel yeah he that's mm-hmm. how he got his four it was his forte thing some of it was very some of it was good some of it was very you know missed so it was very, it, it, it like, depended on what it is and sometimes if he had combo writing you could tell where he threw the joke yeah. with the writer then carry the rest of the scene which made it work yep. very well mm-hmm. um yep chat if you would like to post your grades i'll read them up i'm going to go through the chat that we missed earlier uh Here we go. Let's see. Um, I found it funny. It's not Shakespeare, but it's funny, says Mr. Comics. Mm-hmm. Who is in the next letters col- column? I think, or not this one or the following. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gives it a B. Uh, DC Marvel fan guy gives it a C minus for rec rap, A for the gang war subplot. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Tevia gives it an F uh, because this was bad. Zach says it's totally whiplash. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walter is building to something. Yeah, I can feel it. Um, I can't. I think I'm done. I think I vomited it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Randy's wedding was ruined. He was kidnapped by a demon. He was threatened by his fiance, and then he was shot by Hammerhead's boys. Bring, being Randy is suffering. I agree. It's hard to be Randy. Uh, let's see. Everybody hates Randy. Poor Randy. Uh, question to us. Why couldn't the story have been Paul... We have more in store for Paul, evidently. And Mary Jane would still forgive him. (laughs) Yeah. Basically, this issue asks you to turn your head and cough before you buy it. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I've heard tonight. Uh, Amazing Spider Man, $4.99. Okay. <laughs> did I just hold my hand up? I didn't mean to hold. Yeah. Uh, like, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. You did a podcast. You did that. Podcast yeah. uh, audio listeners have a, a advantage on this one. I, they didn't have to see. I just mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Uh, let's see here at the bottom. Let's see what we've got for grades. Maybe Paul is the mystery figure. <laughs> I would have Paul, Mary Jane kill Paul at this point. Is what <laughs> Wow. No. You know, I think uh PS5 Mary Jane could do it. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Zach gave it a C minus. Uh, this story wasn't funny, but just garbage. I think Sarah, I didn't hate it, but it's mad. Every else liked it because mm. there was butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's mama. <laughs> and that's why we love her mama. Exactly. All right. Love his, her mama. Uh, let's see. We've got, who's got this next one? It looks like it's Christina. Uh, yeah. This story is so big. We couldn't fit it in the previous three issues. We got to sell another one. Yeah. We were making wreck rap crap. So yes. Let's just make a new number one and call it Gang War First Strike. Why Thank not? Yeah. Okay. Not only is Zeb Wells on here, but so is Cody Ziegler. So he is co writing. Yeah, he's on the bottom there. Yes. And then Joey hmm. Vasquez, along with Julian Shaw, are the artists on here. So, and then John Ramid is still on the cover. So. And then when you get turn the page, you see the territory for the uh, gang war territories going on. So, you know, when I saw Diamondback, I thought that was Captain America's girlfriend. <laughs> I did too, actually. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> like that's the Diamondback I grew up with. I don't, is that oh, yeah. is that Luke Cage's Diamondback? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's what that's. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah that's that Diamondback. Yeah. Diamondback. Okay. All right. Look at Hobgoblin taking up over here. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, he's got a big chunk, doesn't he? Yeah. Was Frost Pharaoh and Bumbler? Oh, oh yeah. No, the Bumbler. The, the Bumbler. Bumbler. The Bumbler is back. We're supposed to see Stinger yeah. too. The greatest Miles Morales villain ever. <laughs> Him and that bougie ass cake. Oh, another butt joke. Okay. Oh, God. Go. Uh, I didn't write that. Ziggler did, didn't he? That's some bougie ass cake. Yeah, right? that's Ziggler's crash. That's Ziggler. Yeah. It's all Ziggler. All right. So we start off with Wolverine, right? <laughs> that's the owl. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yep. Talking to a crime master, and I believe that's Yuan, and somehow, some way, Shang Chi is somehow getting involved in this too. So oh, he's over I've got, here. I've got an explanation for that, but we'll oh, okay. Yeah. Then they're trying to figure out about um, territory, saying Madame Mask is dead, and then turn to the next page, and Hammerhead's getting his little girlfriend all. <laughs> and so they are talking about expanding their territory um talking about taking over harlem and then that is when white rabbit shows up and janice steps in to take her father's place and takes a seat in the table mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then um uh, i'm looking to see what else she said um She's not here about her personal business. She's telling Hammerhead. And so basically Hammerhead tells Janice that she needs to kill Randy. And she's like, nobody touched that seat. And, and then the line from the previous issue. <laughs> yeah, well, I could have said the one word, but nobody I, I, touched I, that seat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Christina, go on. And then we go to the next page where <laughs> Spider-Man is going up against Slide. And then, surprise, Miles is there to help um, Peter out. And he uses his new Venom Blast sword to help uh, defeat 
slide with Spider-Man. And they're talking about when Peter disappeared for six months. And was this when he was in um, that other realm with Mary Jane or Robin? That's a, yeah. Okay, um, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. And so... He's over here trying to tell Peter that you could have, uh, you just disappeared and never mentioned you were going and stuff. And so Miles ends up leaving Peter saying, where do you know where to find me? He's like, yeah, I do. And then we cut to. Yeah, we could find you in a satellite book, Miles. Uh, yes. Don't, don't chew out Peter Parker. Like he's your mentor. Like, come on. You don't see, I guess you do see. uh uh, Mr. Miyagi getting chewed out. Or, or does Daniel chew out Mr. Miyagi? Does he? In Karate Kid, Karate Kid yeah. 3. Yeah. Well, it was Karate Kid 3. <laughs> three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going. Then we have uh, Randy on the phone with Mayor Luke Cage uh, trying to rally up all the supporters to uh, repeal the bill to stop uh, the law from. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, that's going on right now where you can't have superheroes uh, on the streets. And then you have Hammerhead in his limo with his little girlfriend uh, basically talking about how Janice is about to go kill Randy, but she can't go through with it. And okay, Christina, did you see the signs down here on the protest? Yeah. I <laughs> My cat loves Captain America. Wait, can you wait, go, up, go up? Go up. Go Iron Man saved my dad. Yeah. There's four of them in oh, this gosh. panel. Sa Repeal nope. anti Iron, Iron Man, Man is my dad. No, saved my dad. Iron <laughs> I was like, Iron <laughs> of these. It could be his dad. Yeah. Oh my god. You know what I th the one have the one that says I heart heroes, I thought it said something else. Mm. <laughs> Herpes? God. Yeah, that's what Herpes. I thought it said. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> well. All right. Yep, and then Randy's trying to ask Janice if she's a killer and she's not and she can't go through with it. And that's when Hammerhead's thugs come in and Randy blocks Janice from getting shot and so he's caught in the crossfire. And so Spider-Man meets up with Mayor Luke Cage to get to him about maybe helping out and stuff. And so he did not know that Randy was shot. And then we cut to the hospital where um, Robbie is with Tombstone in the hospital and the nurse says that she thought he was shot turns out it was his son and so he sees them reeling his son with janice and he's basically telling her to get away from him and she runs off crying and then we go back to hammerhead and his little girlfriend and um he abuses her a little bit here and then uh she grabs and it says femur and she basically beats the crap out of him and then she is revealed to be Madame Mask. Okay. And well, let's so get, let's she, get a picture of her. Here she is. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Yep. You, you don't get you don't date crazy, you know? And then Janice was actually on her way over there to take care of Hammerhead herself, and she saw what uh she did. And so uh Madame Mask is basically telling her that all with Hammerhead gone, all hell's about to break loose and stuff. So uh, we see the beginning of the, the taking out on the street and stuff with everything going on. And then Spider-Man's there to pay a visit to Robbie uh, with his son. And he's going to go do what he has to do so that uh, his son didn't get hurt for nothing. And then obviously there are explosions on the street and all the crime bosses now and their gangs are all going after each other now and 
all hell's breaking loose, and then Janice is off to go protect her father's territory of Haraloma. And so Luke Cage um, meets up with, well, Spider-Man meets up with Luke Cage, and Spider-Man's about to go on the street, and and Luke Cage tells him that, uh, I'll keep the police out of your hair. And so he said, well, we're going to do it, and I need a team. And that is where we go into a- this next issue with ASM 39. Um, and if you look, why does he need a team? To sell all these books. Look at that. <laughs> yep. he, back, yep. back in the day, he didn't need a team. He didn't he need a team. Issues. But he needed to sell some books. Hold on, gang war. We need more $3.99, 4 dollars 5 dollars books. Yep. Okay. Uh, Christina, what's your grade on that one? I gave this a much better grade. I gave this a B plus. A B plus. All right. Uh, Craig, what do you give this one? B plus for me as well. B plus. Mike? Oh, I'll give this a B. Yeah. I'll do that. Uh, Ryan? I give it a B minus. Okay. Sarah? B plus. B plus is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give it a C plus. Much better than the other one. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll I'll reserve my cons for later. Christina, what's your pros? What'd you like about it? I thought this was uh, so much of a better story, and then maybe we should have had more of this leading up in the previous issues to this. And I I love the Mad Mask reveal that we had because I just love mm-hmm. that it was just mm-hmm. some. Random woman oh, yeah. he hooks up with at their wedding and turns out to be mm-hmm. Madame Mask and stuff because she ended mm-hmm. up pulling some crap. And I just love that she's over there beating the crap out of Hammerhead with a femur of all things. So <laughs> I thought that was cool. And then I thought the artwork in here is pretty good too. So mm-hmm. that's Silvermane's femur, right? Um, a- it might be because he said she said it was an anti- it was adamantium. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. the only thing that could basically. But a hint of magic. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah, and I gotta say, I agree with Christina. That that scene, even though you kind of you kind of expected the girl, oh, she's gonna be Madame Mask, especially when you see old the, mm. the Madame Mask's mask, so to speak. It is something that was so emotionally satisfying because you're seeing because Hammerhead's acting like I'm this big criminal mastermind. I'm maneuvering all these pieces around, but he gets undone basically because you know because hey because basically from a uh, what they call the honey trap essentially, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know. And I do. I mean, granted, was I mean her Madame Mask involvement was uh, was spoiled because of the was was, was mentioned in other solids. But yeah, this re, the way this was set up was actually was really well done. And I think it was just like the scene Hammerhead get his comeuppance here and basically thinking he was oh yeah I'm the I'm the guy who's you know orchestrating this game war only to feel like oh no you got played buddy mm. you know by the biggest you know by the longest by the biggest con of all essentially and uh, mm. um. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was great. Uh, other other pros, Ryan. What'd you like about it? Um, besides that reveal, I actually really liked the talk between Janice and Madame Mask, uh, Whitney, and her g- talking about it. And actually, you know, Whitney, you know, that's her real name, Whitney Frost, yeah. is her actually mm-hmm. laying down not only the story but exactly what the manipulation talk about. Hey, you don't remember the last gang war, and this is what happened. And I'm doing the pieces, and I also like the reveal when she actually, you know, how she set everybody up here, you know, from everyone from. Chinatown to Hammerhead to even taking her father and the Maggie off the board because she was ahead of Maggie as well herself. So she's really kind of comes out of this as a very really kind of like the reveal, as you said, the honey trap and everything. I also like the fact when she picks up the phone after Janice leaves, like, hello, shotgun. And I was like, 
she hired shotgun. Oh, it was like all of a sudden it was like at that moment, I was like, everything's coming. This really did come together. I like, I could not do that. I really said it was like a great revelation. And I just really like how that all came out. Even, even the political stuff between Luke Cage and Randy and exactly how they're trying to repel Fisk's, you know, anti-superhero law, which I thought was actually recently written. She hired shotgun to uh, shoot uh, tombstone at the wedding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Craig, what'd you like? Um, Most of what everyone else said. um, There was a lot. We got a lot of stuff from a lot of different characters. um, Really progressed the story. I thought this was, like I said, it's not a regular ASM issue. So I thought, oh, it's uh, it's like I I talked to Mark and I said, are we going to review this uh, first strike issue? And he said, "Ah, it's it's not ASM. So it's probably not going to matter. And after I read it, I'm like, oh, wow, this this needs to be reviewed. Uh, This is this. If you skip this issue, you're going to be you're going to miss a lot that happens in this uh, for, for not being a regular ASM issue. There was a lot in here that uh, is important to the story. Um, While I don't like that it had to happen, I did like Miles calling out Peter for not... for not being proactive enough with Luke Cage, not trying to help repeal the laws. He's, he basically tells him, look, I'm Randy Robertson is working to, to try and get this done. I'm working with the mayor and Randy to do something. Why aren't you? And Peter's like, well, I've been busy and there's stuff that should have been done. I told Mayor Luke Cage I wouldn't help. But now that I think about it, maybe I should. It's like, yeah, you should have. And basically, M- Miles basically comes in here. And I'm, I'm assuming that Cody Ziegler wrote these pages. because Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's basically said, Ziegler, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Miles basically just comes in to say, "Look, this is stuff you should have already been doing. Uh, why aren't you doing it?" And, P- and Sp- Peter says, "Yeah, you're right. I really should have been doing this all along. Why wasn't I?" And he doesn't really have an answer, but it's really just for Miles to basically say, "Look, get your act together. I'm do I'm doing what I can. I need to be able to know that you're going to do the right thing." And then Spidey basically says, "Okay, I am going to start uh, working with the with the mayor, working with Randy." Uh, of course, by this point, everything's blown up. But like I said, I don't like that th- it had to happen, but I did like that fact. Finally, Miles came in and basically told him. And like, like you said, I, yes, Peter is his mentor. But sometimes when you're a mentee, you have to be able to call out and correct when your mentor is wrong. And I think in this case, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I don't like that it had to happen. But I know that Miles, I like that Miles came in here and, and basically set Peter straight. Um. Is that your pro? Did you say that's a pro? Is that what you that, said? That, that's a pro. Like I said, I uh, like I said when when Mayor, in the previous issues where Luke Luke asked uh, Spidey to help out repeal and Spidey says, "Nah, I don't want to get involved with that." I'm like, "This is something you should be involved in. It's a law that's banning superheroes. Why aren't you?" So this is basically what Randy is what uh, what Miles is saying. You should. This should be something that you're you're trying to help Randy and the mayor and and everyone else um, get repealed. Craig, that's a that's a con for me. Mm. Um, I don't think. A mentee should have to tell the mentor with great power. There must also come great responsibility. Whose name is on the book? Amazing Spider-Man. He shouldn't be written like this. And also the, yes, Miles, uh, who said it in chat? Zach did. Miles is acting more like an adult than our Peter Parker. Yeah. That is Mm -hmm. a con for me. I don't like this scene. It shouldn't have to be in there. Um, I don't get it. I, I, I'm tired of him. Everybody in the book is 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 smarter than our lead. I don't get it. I really don't. I don't think I don't think by stepping miles up and and stepping on Peter Parker, it does well for the main guy. It doesn't. I know that you're supposed to have drama with your personal life and your superhero life. And I get it. But it doesn't seem like miles is the right character to do that. 
especially being so young and still a mentor or mentee of Peter Parker. I just don't get it. I just don't. That's a con for me. It, it felt out of place for both characters, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, just, Sarah, I just feel that Miles you, is the only one that can say this. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Craig. I, I think that, you know, of all the people, too, correct Spider-Man, or not correct, but, you know, calling out his nonsense. Yeah, he. Someone needed to. What you know who doing? You, you know who could do it? Captain America could do it. I don't think Iron Man could do it. I think I don't think Miles is old enough of a character to do this to our main guy. What Mike? Here's here's the problem I have with the scene. And I mean, on the one hand, because I mean, we mentioned that this is because he's reacting to the six months disappearance thing. Here's the problem. In story, that happened a year ago. Yeah, right. because. So basically, so we were thinking, wait a minute. So Miles is criticizing Peter for basically not doing anything for six months. Well, technically, Peter wasn't because he was basically, oh, no, Mary Jane ran off with Paul. I basically uh, genocided my help, genocide my old pound, you know, and it being and did nothing basically for six months. But then he was still then after that. He, but which makes me the Miles's reaction like, well, wait a minute, though, you're reacting to something that wasn't happened six months you weren't, that wasn't a six month gap. You're talking about something that happened in story long before this. You also at one point did team up with him. And I guess it was that, um, that, uh, Avengers versus X-Men versus Eternals crossover. So they did interact. It, it wasn't like he disappeared. So, which made me thinking, wait a second, was this something that Zeb Wells had planned to write earlier in his run, but never got around to because we had to go through, um, uh, the, uh, Hey, we had to go through an X-Men crossover. We had to go through a um, Avengers versus X-Men versus Eternals crossover. We had to go through Dark Web. We had to go through, um, oh, that, you know, other thing with Mary Jane and how that whole thing happened. And another, you know, and that other story involving Doc Ock's arms, which was basically Zeb Wells basically riffing off of a story he wrote for Amazing uh, Marvel Avengers Spider-Man number Spider-Man when he, years ago. So it felt like and that was mainly what it was seen as like, while I did kind of like the story, it feels like, you know, this would have had a better emotional impact if you got to this stuff sooner, especially with Randy's, you know, being shot and everything like this, because you never, because he never was following up because he never dwelled on that. He was just all this other stuff that was happening in the book prior to this. Technically this game war should have been the big Spider-Man crossover event last year, not this year. We could have avoided we get, that. What did we get last year? Stuff. The Eternals thing? Dark Web. We got yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we got. This should have been, it's like, this should have been the crossover we should have gotten last last year. And I think this would have had a lot more impact. And Miles' even conversation would have had a lot more impact back then, too, because it would have been irrelevant. This feels like, um, and and maybe, I don't know if this was it felt like maybe Zeg, Web Zeg, Zegler was, com- if, this, if he did write this scene, it felt like he was commenting more on the state of what was going on. Amazing necessarily. It was like, yeah, you were doing six in six months. You were doing nothing and you were just whining and moping around, I guess. Well, yeah, a little late than never, but yeah, that's, that's the main thing I didn't really, I mean, although I do agree that miles could have been, should have been the, you know, it's fitting that miles is actually the one telling Peter this. It's a, the context of the overall story in terms of its continuity. It feels out of place, and it but it feels it makes more sense. Like I said, if this story took place earlier in the run, which I'm kind of thinking maybe it was supposed to, but I, I I don't I don't think it would have helped me reading it a year ago 
I still wouldn't mm. have liked it. It feels out of character for both people. Mm. Uh, I just don't like it at all. Uh, Sarah, did we get your pros yet? Oh, I didn't have anything that wasn't already mentioned. Okay. So, mm. Christina, let's hit the cons yeah. now. What did you not like? I'm with Mike on this, and that's why I was confused about the part about him being gone for six months because I'm like that had to be when he was missing, and then mm. the fact that it took they were talking about it now, and like you said, the the uh, Avengers uh, X Men Eternals thing went on, and th that's kind of what threw me off a little bit with that, and I do agree with you that um um. Uh, Peter was out of character and I, I was going to mention, yeah, I'm wondering if Cody Ziegler was writing this stuff uh, with Miles. So. I think so. Yeah. You know, uh, to go with the time frames off, even in the editor's notes last issue, the numbers are off. Yeah. So the editors really aren't, aren't doing their job in the fact that they're well, trying to keep the trains on the track and find out where things are supposed He's to go. He's an editor in name only, basically, at this point. He's always had been on Fireman. I mean, it, it's ridiculous at this point. I mean, it's mm -hmm. bad. Uh, anything uh, else, Christina? Uh, uh, I think that was pretty much it. Because that, that, like I said, I was confused on that. And I thought mm -hmm. maybe I was the only one. and Because it didn't, it didn't make sense to me why they were bringing that up now. It's like... But yeah, I think that was like the only real issue thing I had. And then I was going to say there wasn't a ton of Spider-Man in here, but mm. I mean, mm. that's really about it. Uh, Craig, what'd you not like? What's a con out of you? Um, as, as Christina just said, there's not a lot of Spider-Man in this issue. It, it really is like a big setup issue, even though the last half of the previous issue was a setup for Gang War as well. But it basically gets everything starting. Um, Spidey's very reactive in this issue. He's not proactive. He gets there at the end, by the end of the issue, but it feels like Zell's uh, was basically, most of this run was putting, making Peter be very reactive. And then this issue was kind of like, everything was building up to him to finally deciding, okay, I'm not just going to like sit on the sidelines. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go fight the gang war. I'm going to make a team. Um, so it happens at the end. But like I said, a lot of this issue is him just reacting to things that are going on. He's not driving the plot. He's just reacting to it. Ryan Cons. Uh, cons was is it showed Wells and Ziegler could not figure out how they wanted to do this story together because you can tell when it's conflicting of both writers. Like I said, you we that was a con for me was the way Miles did. I wasn't saying that Peter didn't need to hear that happen, but there were parts of where it was we're gonna go fight Slide. Oh, Miles has got to save Peter. Like oh here's here and like look at my awesome you know Venom Blast sword. But then you had the other issues and there was times they were trying to give up with about between the proactive and the reactive to it. And I felt like the biggest part, especially when we had the man in mask and the really big things like Randy's being shot at by Hammerhead's people, they, that felt like that was the big gang war story that Wells himself wanted to do it. And then you would have conflicting issues with Wells. So the problem is, is we had two writers who write two main books. And of course, Ziegler, who has had dealt with, and I'll talk about this later, with the Hobgoblin and other stuff that's going on in Miles's area was, it was kind of like, like I said, Wells, I mean, Lowe is an editor in name only, and it's kind of locked like Ziggler's doing this and Wells is like, you're doing what now I'm writing this. And here's my, here's our book. Well, Nick Lowe has a lot of books. He's got to keep track of. He's got the Shang-Chi book. He's got, I'm assuming this is all under him. All this gang war stuff. I could. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Yes, the editor for all stuff of is sliding by no pun intended uh, mistakes. Like the, the, the age thing, the, the editor's note of the wrong issue. Like that's a lot of errors. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Uh, Sarah cons out of you. Nothing that hasn't already been mentioned. Okay. 
a couple cons um, out of me. I did. I'm, I'm one of the rare people that did not like the artwork. Uh, I don't, I just didn't care for it. It, it was substandard in my opinion. Uh, I thought I would have swapped the rec rap with, uh, Ed McGinnis. I think Ed oh. McGinnis would have been better on this. Another mm -hmm. con out of me. This book should have been an amazing Spider-Man. It's I understand yeah. you want a number one mm -hmm. rec rap does not belong in the legacy book. This does. We're starting a new storyline. I understand you want the sales of a new number one, mm -hmm. but I get it, but I don't like it. Mike, did you have oh. something else to say? I was going to add something, and this is not necessarily a con, but it's also with the question. So why is Shane Chi on the bad guy side? No. Well, yeah, no. I, I think I have the guess. Do you want me to see what I'm, I, I, my guess is? Let's see if it's the same as yours, Mike. Sure. It's chameleon. It's chameleon. No, because okay, Shane Chi is, okay, for those who don't know, Shane Chi is actually supposed to be the, the son of Fu Manchu. But because of right. copyright reasons, you can't actually mention his dad is Fu Manchu, but whatever. But apparently his dad has apparently died again or whatever and so he's uh, so shane she is now the inheritor of his father's criminal empire so in order to make sure that they're he's trying to basically okay so i'm going to try to keep make it legit kind of thing so i got to keep it control under control and that way he's forced to kind of be kind of a game lord essentially so yeah because Lady like, Ulin is there as well yes yeah yeah. And so, yeah, but again, it's one of the, again, it's one of those things where it would have been nice if we had some kind of editorial notes of like, <laughs> Hey, what is Shang-Chi doing here? Why is this going on? And everything no, like that, that question is answered yeah. in the Shang-Chi book. I mean, that's obvious. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. Which again, you gotta, you gotta actually well, go. And well, read that I don't care to answer that question as much. <laughs> right. It'd been nice it? to know though, like to have something yeah. in there and be like, Oh, blah, 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 blah. This happened. Yeah. Okay. For those yeah. of you that aren't reading this. If you Otherwise, want to see why Shang-Chi is here, read this. But Maybe when we get we first strike Omega or something, they'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it saved you four twelve bucks. Um, I, I like it. I liked in this book where Shang-Chi is, is shown in the panel and Mr. Negative says, what is Shang-Chi doing here? And I'll basically exactly. say, this is, yeah. this is him speaking for the readers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, Chad, if you want to uh, put your grades in, I will read them. I'm seeing some of them. I'm having to scroll through all these comments. Let's see here. Uh, I saw an A and a C, I think, <laughs> but they're hidden. Uh, oh, here we go. Number one, Marvel fan B plus thought it was good. Um, SoFlo gives an A plus. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. There's no booty on this one. Uh, Zach gives it an A. Um, let's see. Mr. Comics is an A plus. I think we just said that. Tevia gives it a D most because this wasn't Peter Parker's Spider-Man story, but a Randy story, but you don't care about Randy or the Beatles or the stones or the who, and they're also boring. And why is miles criticized? Oh, why would you see Marvel boring, fan guy? Yeah. A would have been an a plus if tombstone was awake, but we'll get there. Okay. So there we go. We got one more book on this show that we're going to review. And, uh, one of my favorites, John Romita jr. Is back. So it's gotta be better. Uh, issue nine thirty three, and we've got Ryan reviewing this one. So take yep. me through this one. All right. So six hours after the gang war has officially erupted in New York, we have a bunch of people that are apparently running away from Macy's quickly with a bag, wondering what is going on. And they run into your hero and my brother's favorite uh, circus villain. That's right. The ringmaster who is in, who's in the battle right now with the crime master. And he basically, they all say, what's going on? Hey, don't worry. 
your buddy, the ringmasters here. But first, you got to fight for me. So using his hypno hat, which he hasn't actually used in many a years, as he had his eye uh, eye contacts replaced with that, he hypnotizes a bunch of civilians to pick up weapons and go fight the forces of the crime master who has made a deal with AIM, and they have Imagine Weapons. And Imagine Weapons are an amazing weapon. You think it, it will do it. However, and still bullets or grenades, it makes things like acid and mud pulls and everything. And the crime master even tells AIM, hey, I, want, I don't like m- acid and mud pool. I want real bullets to attack. Forget this plasma stuff. And of course, as a result, there, Ringmare's like, you idiots. <laughs> and then he basically starts attacking them. <laughs> but meanwhile, on the rooftops of everything, Spider-Man has returned with, that's right, his version of the outlaws. We have She-Hulk. We have Miles Morales. We have Electra Nachessas as Daredevil out of Hell's Kitchen, of course. Our favorite noise, Jessica Drew, fresh from fighting Diamondback over in her own miniseries. And Back for volume seven or eight of her mm-hmm. ongoing series. Mm-hmm. And whatever I'm, it is. She yeah. lost track of it. And She-Hulk says, you know what? I'm glad they brought a tank. I'm hoping it was tank day. And of course, she ripped off her wonderful stational repel $300 suit and she Hulk smash. Not she Hulk smash. Yeah. Meanwhile, Electra just goes to town and takes him out. And Miles says, Hey, you guys watch Dragon Ball Z? Watch my new Venom sword. And he starts taking out all the different Imagine Blasters and everything. And the ringmaster's like, Hey, Electra, I like your style. You're going to fight for me. Electra looks at him like, Sorry. I don't work that way. You are a child. My mind is amazingly thing and basically hits him once with her size, knocking him out. And of course, thanks to that there, She-Hulk takes out the rest of Ames and this battle is now officially over. And Spider-Man tells him like, Hey, Luke, you need to pick up. We got some aim terrorists here and, uh, two super villains unconscious. And meanwhile, Luke Cage tells him like, well, that's great, but we got some issues going on in down to like, Hydra's helping Diamondback and the Hobgoblins over in Miles's neighborhood from Brooklyn. You know, it happened a few issues ago. And believe it or not, the most out of place super crime villain, that's right, Monster Metropolis, we have not seen since the days of Deadpool, is deciding to erupt in Murphy Square and take out the crime war. Why? Because they're there. So, of course, Electric. Let, let, I want to go back real quick to this yeah. scene. Um, this I read like. Okay, Electra, you go off in your spinoff book. All right. Yep, yep. Yep. Go off to your spinoff book. Actually, yep. I was waiting to that. Um, hey, Miles, uh, go, go sell me some book. books, baby. Go sell books. <laughs> yep. Peter, I don't need your help. I was fighting the Hobgoblin six issues ago, and I didn't have your help. I'm going to go off it. So basically, they all oh, say, we're going to go off to our old crossover books. So if you want to know more True Believers, go read their books for $3.99 and $4.99, and two will be out next week. So head on over there. Meanwhile, She-Hulk's like, hey, Peter, you want to go fight some monsters? Hey, She-Hulk. That's because I'm She-Hulk doesn't that. have a spinoff book. <laughs> oh, she's got an ongoing. She doesn't need a spinoff yeah, book. She, she does have an ongoing. The sensational yeah. She-Hulk, which is actually yeah. a good book. I like her book. Yes. Mm. Um, okay. Anyway, the uh, I have I have no idea, Ryan. You you win. I had no idea that these were Deadpool villains under under the sea. Uh, yes. Under the city. And we're actually controlled by his former ex-wife, the Lord of the Dead, Monster Metropolis, which has existed for years under the ponds of the city, who are always waiting for mm-hmm. death and destruction to erupt so they may reclaim, in this case, Murphy Hill. <laughs> but before that, let's oh, head on over to Harlem, everybody. Where hold on, I found my thrill. 
Oh, our buddy, that's right, Mariah. We couldn't forget good old Mariah in Harlem is, of course, attacking, uh, of course, the White Rabbit. And our buddy, yours and mine, Spider-Man's BFF. That's right. Kareem is back. Mr. Target. We haven't seen file. And, of course, Black Mariah is about to take them all out. But don't worry. Janice Lincoln's God above. She's out of her suit back and above. She's brought the Sinister Syndicate. That's right. Lady Octopus, Scorpia, traps her without the A. Maybe getting rid of the people. <laughs> Not sure yet. Decides to basically take out Black Mariah's gangs with a couple of seconds. And then, of course, she goes to Mariah saying, well, do you surrender? Yeah, I do. Well, we're going to make sure you you tell them that I'm taking over harm. She's like, what do you mean? I'm going to drop you from 20 feet. She drops him from 20 feet. And all of a sudden, they're like, I can't believe she did that. And all of a sudden, she yeah. screams like, see, she's fine. <laughs> Here, look, let's, let's take a look at that. I was yeah. ahead of, ahead of you. I love that scene, especially at the bottom when she says she'll survive. Love Scorpias and Lady Octopus and Trash reaction is just beautiful because they can't believe she dropped her either. But I just love that. Ah, she's fine. This is this is like Arnold saying, I let him go. Her costume's made of te- Teflon, she'll bounce. Exactly. <laughs> On that note, we finally found out what happened last issue after Janice's former fiance Randy is now sitting at Harlem Hospital Center with Randy sitting over him, crying about how much his wishes mother would be here, but she just can't, <laughs> can't take this. You she mean just Robbie, can't. don't you? Robbie, yes, Randy's Robbie can't take this. Yeah. Randy, all right, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Robbie's the one who know. basically still has a breathing tube in him at this point, just <laughs> like you. <laughs> <laughs> and anyhow at that moment while he's crying his arm he hears a voice from his side and tombstone wondering where his pants are says what <laughs> has been going on that's i've been unconscious my pantalones my pantalones <laughs> <laughs> and basically robbie tells him like well since you've been unconscious the gangs decided to start fighting each other and he looks at the road going damn they actually did it so he says and he basically says you want to know why i never stepped on your stepped on your breathing tube there lonnie because you know what i think you actually can help this too so you need to get there and go out there he's like well you're right but first i need my pants and uh robbie says get your own damn pants (laughs) (laughs) have you ever said to another dude ryan can you go get my pants (laughs) i don't think you'd give me my socks but something different (laughs) someone get my pants I'm about to go to limbo. Never mind. Okay. Unless you have, unless you have a butler, you probably are never going to say that a, to another a, man. A what, Craig? A butler? A butler. Yes. That one, Craig. I was <laughs> no. A butler. Okay, yeah, I got you. I see you. All right, here we are. Anyhow, back to our favorite over in, of course, Mur- Murray Hill as She-Hulk and, of course, uh, Spider-Man are fighting uh, Monster Metropolis. Basically, they're going here. And, of course, M- She-Hulk says, if you didn't know from the last six panels, I have a I have a law degree. And, you know, you're violating Sessional Act of City Law number 455, signed in 1986, that you cannot take over the size of the errors and everything without being punished. And the monster's like, we don't care about your laws. So, basically, She-Hulk says... Oh, yeah, then I'm going to answer it with my fist. So her and Spider-Man basically start buying him as a unit front in front and knock him out. Meanwhile, our favorite assassin shotgun is spying on She-Hulk and Spider-Man saying, hey, they seem to be uh, taking out these monsters. Should I uh, take them out? No, no. By the way, Tombstone's up. Oh, is he now? 
I better go put some more of those famous special bullets back into him. And Shotgun takes his two ass shoes because John Romero Jr. created the character and loved the fact he got to draw him again for one page. And then he leaves Did off. Did he introduce him in uh, Punisher Warzone? Yep, Punisher yep, Wars. Punisher Wars, 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 Wars. Showed up and got in the Goblin Hunt back in the '90s there too, as a area trying to take out the fourth Green Goblin. So anyhow, we go back to Harlem. So uh, after uh, Black Mariah has apparently been uh, rushed to the hospital and they all control Spanish Harlem, Janice with her mask off is saying how they are now controlling Harlem and they are going to take it over. And then meanwhile, somehow finding not only his pants, but his three-piece operational suit, Tombstone comes in and Janice has a warm, wonderful hug with with her father, and he says, I'm going to take care of this. And she says, no, I'm going to do this. All that stuff you did, paying me for lawyer, everything from Nick Spencer's run where, you know, you didn't want me to be a supervillain. Well, guess what, Dad? I'm going to do it. And if you're not, and the only way you can stop me is do what apparently you did all those years ago to the thing. So are you going to do it? Nah, honey, I'm not going to do that too. Good. So she takes her sinister syndicate and runs off. And meanwhile, she tells the, he tells the white rabbit to keep an eye on her. He's got something else he has to do to make this right. Meanwhile, back from Hammerhead's apartment, we actually find that that Madame Mask is a time for a hydration break. And she, of course, is back in her classic George Perez costume, takes her water and tombstone. I mean, Hammerhead, who we found out is apparently still alive. He she says, you know what? You're apparently still conscious. Let me drag you down the stairs. And you're bleeding a couple more times. Let me put a couple more areas on it. Yeah. And basically, uh, Madame Mass, Whitney Frost, is officially in her uh, Roger Stern mode here because this is actually how brutal she was there, as well as the Bob Layton era, is where he's just dragging the thing. And he says, hey. Are you, talk- I- are you talking about uh, Roger Stern? Are you talking about the Iron Did he write Iron Man? Or where- what were you well, he about? did some things with Avengers that led to Bob Layton stuff, doing an Iron Man, which had the relationship. Mm-hmm. And actually, when Whitney went back to being a bad guy, this is how dark she had got she was like dragging criminals down like and people had betrayed her uh, organization down the stairs so believe it or not this is actually a very 80s uh, situation with madame mask which i was like holy cow they're going there with that mm-hmm. and of course hammerhead's like hey don't worry the maggie is going to come rescue oh you mean them like my father <laughs> over there in the corridor and the race car head of silvermane <laughs> Who got taken <laughs> by my purple boots person <laughs> yeah right she just basically leaves him there as he screams no yeah. Oh, yeah back to murray hill somehow monster metropolis is all sitting there on thing like apparently they read uh, issue 26 of amazing spider-man after they took care of all the uh, mayan demons and everything else and we find out that spider-man was hiding behind she hulk half the time and he's trying to talk to luke cage like hey we took care of the monsters we're good how's your crossover book going on there yeah. and all of a sudden <laughs> a dark figure emerges and it's tombstone saying hey what's up you know what we're going to have to team up again like we did back in those first couple issues when this run started. And She-Hulk's like, you guys teamed up. Spider-Man says, I don't want to talk about it. I really just don't want to talk about where I whined like a little baby in a train station and then took out the rose for Tombstone. To be continued in a couple Man, anybody seen my pants? Oh. <laughs> He lost his, he lost yeah, his, interesting uh, enough, he's he, he, he only needs business because he's out of that three-piece suit. So, yeah, where's the yeah. suit jacket? Yeah, suit jacket, <laughs> as well as his unit cuffs are gone, too. <laughs> oof, yeah. oof, oof. But he found his pants. Good. That's, his pants. Good. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what's important. Uh, um, okay. So, Ryan, what is your... By the way... Um, we have another crawl spacer in the. Yes, we do. Yeah. And he's in chat right now, too, isn't he? Yep. Is Mr. Comics? Yep, should be Mr. Comics. Uh, there yep, right there. There's Matt. There it is. There's good old Matt. So, uh, how yeah. Many, how many letters pages have you been in, uh, Matt? 
Mr. Comics. I mean, yeah, you can throw that out there. Hmm. So, um, Carl Spacers are in two issues back to back. I think. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and he was um, actually saying how much he had liked the sinful Spider-Man, as he, he said, and was hoping oh. for a follow-up there with Norman becoming with the, and he loved the ending with him going hit at the end. Yeah. Wait, mm-hmm. wait until the letters for the rec rap come in. Oh, I'm, oh, you'll read mine. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't write one. <laughs> I almost wrote one, actually. I, I got dear, stopped. Dear Spider Office, loved it when he got shit out of the limbo. Great job. More shit. I'm on the meat train. <laughs> just don't hit the hook at my back door. I'll get him. <laughs> There'll be no letters pages covering the Ruck Rap stories. Oh. They'll be surprised uh, oh, when you ask uh, we have uh, Matt says he's been in four Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, he's coming for his I'm coming for Shy Town. Oh yeah, that that that. Nice. Well, he, he's he stopped up. reading. Catching up. Stop reading, Mister Comics, so you can easily catch him. Oh, although he probably still writes like, yeah. undo one more day. <laughs> Please. We need Deb Whitman now. Deb Whitman. <laughs> he has a T-shirt. We should get him on, and we can see it. Uh, Ryan, great on this one, buddy. A B plus. Okay, Sarah? B plus. Okay, Mike? Even though this was the basically the battle of the C-listers, I'm just giving this a B minus. <laughs> okay, uh, Christina? A minus. A minus, Craig? B plus. B plus. I will give it a B minus. Hmm. Um, all right, Ryan, what'd you like? Um, so first of all, I actually did feel like John Romita Jr. being back on this issue, he really did need to draw this issue. I loved all the stuff he was channeling. He was yep. channeling some of his early stuff. I mean, really, that panel right there, I really yep. loved the panel. Yes. That was really yeah. amazing. Just the look on everybody. Everybody looks mm-hmm. like in character design. JR said to himself, it just feels like something at home when JR uh, JR is writing, is drawing something like this. And many people don't know he had a broken wrist that never healed correctly. He draws sideways. So his, you know, his art is not what it used to be. But this whole issue from the fight, even when he's fighting, I didn't, I didn't know that. How did yeah, he break his wrist? Yeah, I found that out I, myself a few weeks ago. He had somehow broke his wrist. And I mean, he can cry. But I had Man. a lot of people that did not, I did not know that. A lot of people were like, really? It's like, oh, yeah, he talked about it at a convention a couple of years ago. And then I was watching his Instagram and I wrote, I noticed how he was drawing. I'm like, oh, they're right. His, he doesn't. It's not it's not what it is. Um, and you can see a couple right. like Electra there. There's a couple times her mask disappears. Like when she says, I'm gonna head back to Hell's Kitchen, it's no place for you. Come check out my mini. Uh, but at that the same time, her mask magically disappeared and then it was back. Well, I that I didn't vision that actually. like <laughs> I envisioned that was just like she she wanted to breathe. Mm. You know, like Spider Man mm-hmm. sometimes lifts it up to breathe or something. That's what I was envisioning. I didn't think it was an error. Mm-hmm. Um, it was oh, are you talking about this panel? Yeah. See? Oh, all- okay. Well, uh, yeah, maybe, well, if you keep, I'm, look at me defend Ramita. <laughs> uh, well, maybe she didn't lift her mask up because you see, yeah, like underneath the nose. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could. I, all right, I, I, you could take mm-hmm. that if you want. All right. Um, uh, other ones, I really did. It did feel like a war. I mean, I really did like. In fact, is I loved it when Janice and the Sinister Syndicate broke down and she actually dropped Mariah. And yes. the moment when White Rabbit mm. says See, she's okay and she's screaming, a part of me went whoa, but at the same time, I was like that was actually kind of funny. That was a that, yeah. was, that was a <laughs> great moment. And the truth is, uh, years ago when the character was first out in the seventies, there was a battle between her and Black Panther, and Black Panther actually kicked her off a roof. Now he knew there was. Oh, wow. wow, this is her second <laughs> tumble. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He broke her leg. She just like you fucking thing, young king. I broke my leg, and he says, 
don't worry, it was only 20 feet. And he basically walked Black away. Black Panther says this? Yeah. In the 70s? Yeah, I, I, I can't think of it. Yeah, I mean, Black Mariah was originally introduced as a gangster in Harlem when the Black Panther was operating in Harlem back in the 70s and 80s. So that's look where at, she comes Look from. at White Rabbit just digging it. Ah! Oh, oh. And then look at yeah. the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, but the next yeah. face, the, the rest of the sinister yeah. syndicate. There you go. Love that panel. <laughs> look at that. That's Especially great. when Caroline Trainer, the Lady Octopus, just that just made me go like, oh God, I love that panel. <laughs> um, and like I said, the thing with shotgun, but I really but another thing is it was when Madame Mass is dragging Hammerhead down the stairs oh, while she's yes, her. I love that. Those because you didn't you just had all the omnipias with the thock and the zip and everything else and then the look on her like right there that bottom right mass panel right there that's like George Perez yeah. anger mm-hmm. right there. So, when he did you guys her read back. Romita Junior's uh, Kick Ass? Yeah. Oh Mark, yeah. Mark Miller, this is it? very Mark Miller. Miller. This, it's, 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 that's yeah, what I was thinking I too. Like he was doing a lot um, of the Kick Ass. Uh, yeah. The, this reminds mm-hmm. me of Kick Ass a little bit because I don't remember Romita being this brutal until Kick Ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is bringing up a lot of kick-ass for me. Again, mm-hmm. keeping with the butt theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I really did enjoy it. I mean, it does feel like there feels like there's hard stakes and everything and so forth. And I'll talk about my cons when we get to them. But I mean, yeah. that last one when she basically says, "Oh, you mean them?" and you know, one is you know, <laughs> count is her dad counting the fair and just basically leaves in there. He's like, "No," I was like, yeah. "Oh, that was beautiful. That was just a beautiful scene." Yeah, I love Madame Mass. I always have. I love that character. She have a Marvel legend? I don't think she does. No. I, she's been she around has, for a long She time. has a regular some somewhere back, but I don't think she has a legend. Yeah, yeah. Uh pros, Craig, what'd you like? Um I like the Robbie and Tombstone scene. Um these guys have got a lot of history. Um I like the reference where I think uh, Tombstone says, What do you gotta run me through with the pitchfork again? Which I think was one of yeah. JR's favorite stories, the banjo story when mm. they're on the run after the escape prison. <laughs> doesn't Rob, not doesn't, one of JR's favorites. That <laughs> doesn't isn't that where Robbie stabs him with the pitchfork? I think it is. Possibly, when yeah. Maybe I think so. That's, I mean, a, that's a deep cut one. for the old longtime fans. I, I do like yeah. mm-hmm. but I like these these guys got history, and I like how basically uh Robbie basically says, like, look, I'm not afraid of you anymore. I'm telling you what's what's going on. You're it's 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 your fault uh go fix it if you can um um, get your own damn pants (laughs) because because robbie used to be Mm -hmm. terrified of tombstone back in the 80s but but robbie's over that now i agree that was back in the 90s tombstone i'm not scared of you having that more in 2023 so that was cool yeah uh Mm. wasn't madame mask a iron man story yes 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 mainly yes yeah, yeah, she was kind of an Iron Man. She was a kind of an Iron Man villain. That's yeah, that, you yeah. know, the thing. Mike, what's your pro? Oh, um, sorry. I Craig, actually like. Oh, oh, look, 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 Craig, finish. I don't think he was oh. done. Go ahead. What other another pro, Craig? Yeah, uh, another pro. Um, I I kind of like how. Uh, even though, like Ryan basically said, it's undoing a lot of their character development. Janice is now basically becoming the daughter that Tombstone never wanted her to be, and he's realizing that he can't stop her without like doing something drastic. So now he's basically got to go to Spidey and saying, "Look, I got to work with you to stop this because I never wanted her to be in this crime world. Uh, so I have to stop, help stop, put a stop to this whole gang war to save her." Okay, Mike, so, uh, go ahead. What do you what do you got for pros? I was gonna say the stuff about Janice too. I mean, essentially giving her mm-hmm. this is more of this is essentially this even though it's a Spider Man story, this is more her story than anything. Because this is the one she's been the she's the one who's been most deeply affected by all the events that happened. 
First, her wedding fell apart. Then her ex-fiance gets, and then, then her dad gets hospitalized. Then her ex-fiance gets shot after she was trying to be duped into trying to kill him. So now it's like, so you kind of, so the groundwork has been laid for why she would be taking this extreme path, like, you know, this, like why she's now becoming, you know, well, she was already a bad guy. I was going to say she was breaking bad at this moment, but she's already, but she's on her way becoming like this thing with Mariah. Yeah. Dropping her from 20 feet. It's like, you're thinking, Oh, you're really, you know, it's even though she doesn't kill her, you're like, Oh, she's now showing that she's capable of going that way. And so, Essentially, and of course, we know she's going to get a costume change, which is probably going to reflect her, you know, oh, that she's gotten dark and gritty and everything. But it's, <laughs> but it is definitely showing that that this is this is this is. I think this is more Game War is more. I mean, it's weird that even though it's a Spider-Man crossover thing, it's more her story than anything. And um, and so in a way, I do kind of like that aspect of it i also did like a little bit of the beginning stuff with ringmaster essentially i did like the you know them and also the little bit of the banter where like like the, about aims guns basically shooting hey they shoot gun yeah. they shoot they shoot whatever you can imagine it's like no i just wanted to shoot bullets i don't want to shoot this other stuff it's like <laughs> i love you that have to use your imagination but is there anything in crime that Sorry, is there anything in Crime Master's uh, history of about why he wouldn't want to shoot acid? Was he like shot with acid before? In the sixties, he dropped acid. Yeah. Fourth <laughs> <laughs> Crime Master. The last one was actually Betty Brant's uh, long thought dead brother. Yeah, Bennett. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. The Battle of the Masters. Yeah, yeah. At least the Masters uh, should show up. Christina, mm -hmm. pros. What'd you like? I know we said it before, uh, the John Romita Jr. artwork. I'm really excited to see where this is going to take uh, Tombstone, decide to take everybody down with Spider-Man and everybody else. And then I'm really interested to see where Janice's story is going to go with the road that she's headed down with her uh, basically doing what her father didn't want her to do to not have this part of her life. But now uh, she's in it. So I'm really interested to see where this is going to go. And then, uh, for whatever reason, I thought the jokes landed in this issue compared to like the uh, poop jokes uh, we yeah. got in the last few issues mm -hmm. and stuff. It just it, it was more fluid. And then I I, I really want to see more She-Hulk and Spider-Man. Yeah. I love those two together. It, with the exception of an occasional uh, conversation mm. or a Marvel team-up, I don't remember much Spider-Man She-Hulk. Mm. And maybe it's because I love Spider-Man and Hulk. Maybe you add a female element to it, but I thought they were fun. There was the uh, dance lock yeah. story where uh, yeah. Spidey sued J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that um, was a fun story too. Yeah. That was, a yeah. I can't think of anything but, else. But They haven't teamed up that much. Uh, probably, yeah. probably 10 times maybe in 50, 40 years. Yeah. Cause he, they did team up. He was in her uh, sensational She-Hulk comics that burners writing, uh, I think he was maybe in one or two issues of that. So, yeah. but the, I don't know if that was had him go on a date once back during his run in Hawk, which he did a joke during Heroes Return too, as well. So mm -hmm. that there really has not been as much history between mm -hmm. those characters in the last forty years, believe it or not. Right. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, anything else, Christina? Uh, just about everything else that everybody said. So, oh, yeah. Why have I not hit up? I haven't. Sarah, up? Have Sarah. I? Okay, Sarah. What do we got? Yeah. 
Um, I like if, if some stuff has been mentioned. I I like Meta Mask. I think she's a badass, and I'm so excited to see like what else she does to mess with everybody. Yeah. Um, I I like I like the build up, all, all the information that we're getting in regards to this story. It seems like fleshed out, you know, compared to some other stories that we've seen. And then finally, um, my favorite panel is the panel of um, White Rabbit, like eating a carrot. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yep. She commits to the bit. <laughs> like what? Like, like yeah. what up, Doc? What up? Fantastic. Um, you and the then crunch, crunch. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And then the other yeah. one. Spider-Man's like sitting on one of the monsters, like on a phone, <laughs> a phone call or something. That, that um, was. And he's yeah. like, "I'm on the phone." Yeah. Oh, uh, here you go. Here's the here's the monster sitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is. I thought those were funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, pros out of me, uh, we mentioned the Spider-Man, uh, She-Hulk team up, the brutal Madam Mask, uh, dragging him da- hammerhead down the stairs was just brutal looking. Um, and the Robbie and, uh, Tombstone for me, I thought was fun mm. too. And yeah. the, the characterization of Janice, I do like this character. I've liked this character for a while and I like what Wells is doing with her. So, uh, who, who Ryan cons out of this one? Okay, so cons, which you're right, uh, you were right, uh, Brad, and I even said it in my review too, is basically it's like, I'm going to go to my crossover book and I'm going to go over to my own book and I'm going to go over to this crossover. If you really want to know what's going on or you want to know about the more about the heat, which I'm actually going to get into the con, which ties into Monster Metropolis too, believe it or not, if anybody's been following Daredevil like I do. Um, but yeah, and another thing is too, with like just uh, with Jessica, because I, you know, I read hers and I know what's going on with Diamondback, why she's going over here too. But there's also a thing, we didn't really get anything to the fact that she kind of got drawn into this because of her son missing after end end of the spider verse and that's not even brought up it's like not like you know miles is talking about what happened to hobgon which also is a a nod to what happened a couple issues ago in his own book and and like i said uh, with daredevil with electra that's something that's been going on over in the main daredevil book and so Mm -hmm. forth also um the biggest thing is and like i said i i just did a lot of thing and i just saw zach said wow ryan's really getting his history going on to monster metropolis really is the what the moment in the entire thing and believe it or not it actually Mm -hmm. does tie into what's going on in the main daredevil book but if you don't read Mm -hmm. that book you're not picking up your 499 or you've never read deadpool you don't know what the hell this is and i love luke cage's response like i kid you not monster metropolis when he's on the phone Mm -hmm. with that a lot of people were just and i and i did i even i read some other reviews on people and people were like okay i love the jrr but who the f is this monster what does that have to do with anything and then some other guy Mm -hmm. apparently reached daredevil's like well What's going Are you on? Saying that Monster Metropolis yeah. is in the most recent couple of Daredevils because I'm about two issues behind. Yeah, he's there, in there. Okay, there nods to them with the heat, which is what the crossovers, which is the big thing, which is got government thing, but also has mystical connections, which actually go back to Monster Metropolis. So believe it or not, mm-hmm. it is connected, but mm-hmm. it's biggest, it, it, it is so out of left field in the it book. Is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I didn't get, I didn't get why they're fighting that. Yeah, and that's right. and that's the thing too. And yeah, and believe it or not, I found out apparently coming up an upcoming issue of She-Hulk, there's going to be some mention with Monster Metropolis in an upcoming storyline. So in a way too, it's also setting up that issue that's a couple months out too. So it's basically here's another cash grab, guys. If you're not reading She-Hulk, go read this now. Um, mm-hmm. So it turns into the timeline. Yes, Craig. Uh, sorry, it's Monster Metropolis or MM, as all the kids are calling them. Is is that a single monster, or is that the name of the group? That is actually the name of the society. Society, okay. 
That's why they're yeah. so are they yeah. under the Morlocks? Like what how many yeah. layers down do we gotta go? In the if we go down yeah. too far, yeah. we're in the savage land, aren't we? I right. mean you <laughs> the laugh on that. I think it yeah, and I think that was also I think for a time like when Frank Castle became essentially was killed and turned into yep. Frankenstein. No, he not was hanging out with those castle. guys. That's when they were first introduced. Yeah, Frank and Castle. <laughs> yep. Frankencastle. I Frank read that. Castle. That's where they By first the way, came from. Frankenberries, that's not a bad cereal. Uh, <laughs> Good marshmallow sweeties. Voice by the voice of Snar from Thundercats. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go around the horn before we're wrapping it up. Sarah Cons. Um, yeah, I thought the Monster Metropolis thing was a little weird. Um, I I also didn't like the panel with all the heroes on it. Um, I thought um, Ramita Junior one. Yeah, I, I thought something was up with Miles. I was almost like, is Miles okay? Like. <laughs> it looks weird to me. I could be brooding too on a roof. <laughs> Why does yeah. he look too muscular? Or what's wrong with him? No, I like his some his head. Like something looks. It wrong looks like, like his, his eyes head. got dented in or something. His left <laughs> eye is is bulging. His left eye is all dented in. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, maybe he took a punch. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, that eye is often like somebody took a bite out of crime. I mean, <laughs> no, Brad, no. Oh. <laughs> no. Wow, Sarah. Okay, no um, rough jokes. But um, that those that, that was the only page that like stuck out to me. Like, oh, I really don't like mm. this uh, this panel. Okay. Um, uh, Craig Cons. Um. So I know uh, you and I disagreed about the Miles Peter interaction in the previous issue, but I felt that it was in the previous issue it was resolved, and then here basically Miles goes to leave and he says, "Don't worry, I've been doing just fine without you." And I was like, I thought this situation mm-hmm. between Peter and Miles was resolved in the previous issue, so now they should be on good terms. But now Miles still seems to be upset with with Peter, but they left the conversation in the previous issue with them seemingly on good back on good terms. So this seems to be sliding backwards. And I'm wondering if the fact that Ziegler wrote that previous issue, that previous conversation, which we suspect, and, you know, if if an editor could get in there and just kind of yeah. fine tune this, yeah, right? Bit, yeah. uh, maybe there wow, would be some confusion. That's amazing idea. idea. That's that's crazy. That's crazy talk. Uh, Banana pants. I know. Uh, uh, Christina Cons, um, out of you. Uh, with the Miles thing, really quick. I don't know. It kind of still felt like he was uh, kind of giving Peter cold shoulder a little bit when he was heading off yeah. to uh, Brooklyn. But maybe yeah. I, that's the way I was reading it. And then, like we were talking about with the Monster Metropolis thing, I don't read some of these issues like Daredevil. I don't read. I'm not reading Luke Cage. I'm not reading uh, the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. So this must Metropolis thing kind of just went over my head and I just like accepted it and it is what it is. But yeah. th- that, that's kind of thing that I think just threw me off a little bit in this issue. It's just like, oh, him and Shield, they're going to go fight a bunch of monsters. It's like, okay, cool. Let's see where it goes. So it's just a bunch of minions that you fight in like a video game. Mm-hmm. <gasps> the minions. You know? Can we have the minions show minions. up from, from the movies? Yeah. The yeah, little no. yellow minions. It's- <laughs> yeah. uh, Mike cons out of you, buddy. Well, yeah, I kind of do agree that the Monster Metropolis thing kind of feels like it. I thought this was supposed to be about gain word be- between seedless criminals, not and all of a sudden, oh, these guys show up. It's like okay. Um, the other thing is, is this also issue goes a little bit deeper into my own personal conspiracy theory that thinks that maybe Zeb Wells was planning the story beforehand, like he wanted to write the story a year ago because. Why else would he have She Hulk there? Because what was else was going on last year? The She Hulk TV miniseries. Um, why is Electra acting like she has 
uh, Daredevil's powers because I guess she was, even though because Daredevil's because I wonder if he planned this with, the, with Matt Murdock Daredevil, but since Matt <laughs> Murdock is now a Catholic priest, you know, exercising demons, we got to have Elektra in there, but she has, oh, she has super hearing now, like Matt does. Okay. Um, and I and it's just because you, because you, because, and all, but it just, there's, there's parts of it that, while it's good, it feels like you can definitely tell that there seems like there are scenes that, that just really felt like I'm kind of out of place, especially that scene with like everyone's, everyone's going to go to their crossover yep. now. It's like, mm-hmm. it's very, mm-hmm. it, or it's just like that, they, that's the only reason why these, this team was gathered was because of, hey, these are, ab- they're literally like, don't forget about these other books, kids. Um, yeah. So, and I do think a little bit that there was, yeah. So again, a lot of it felt like, again, it's just, it feels, it just felt like there's, there's parts of it like where if it felt like a little, like the Janice stuff with everything feels like more streamlined, the stuff involving with Spidey and everything just feels like it feels still, it felt kind of disconnected in a weird way. Even if he's supposed to be, even though he's supposed to be getting more involved in the game war stuff, it still feels like it felt like it's set apart until Tombstone shows up with pants. Um, and but no, no, that's a pro out of me. I kind of like, yeah, I do. I think, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, Mm. yeah, but cool. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, if you want to continue to read all those things where they run (laughs) off into the other books, right. Uh, in December, you got gang war. Number one, Luke cage, Miles Morales. I have read the Luke. I did read the Luke cage book. Um, uh, the deadly hands of, uh, deadly hands of the chameleon. Uh, no, <laughs> sorry. Miles Morales, <laughs> Spider-Man 14, Spider-Woman dose. So if you want to check that out. And I um, saw Jackpot number one on that list. Oh Lord. Yeah. Did we? Uh-oh. Oh yeah. yeah. It's in the right it's in column. There. Yes. I wasn't going to say it, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's do final thoughts. Mike, final thoughts. Well, um, too bad. JR wasn't here to uh, do some, to do, do some, to kick, to kick butt, so to speak. Um, again, <laughs> keeping with the theme. Um, but, um, no, I think this is. I mean, so yeah. So this basically. So I think, even though I would say that that the, that the last the rec rap stuff was, uh, I do. I think I do see there's potential here for the game. Hopefully, because this is feels like this is more in the Will's his wheelhouse because he uh, definitely kind of excels in the street level stuff, and I do like that we're getting back to it. It is kind of a shame though that. There's not a lot of buzz people are, that are talking about this thing. I mean, they are talking more about the upcoming Ultimate Spider-Man stuff for obvious they reasons. <laughs> but yep. this is, but yeah, this is, but when this, there's not a lot of excitement for this thing, which is kind of a shame because I think it, it is a little bit one of the better stuff he's, what Wells has written in a while. Maybe they're so. not talking about because they got burned by the, the Dark Web. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Got that's, bur- that's, got burned that's by the last crossover of uh, the Eternals deal. Uh, Judgment. Yeah, Day. that's. I got that's burned by what else has been out there? Um, Dark Web. You got that. Um, that stuff Judgment with the. Uh, they um the whole that whole with like what happened what what did Peter do and what what why is Mary Jane got with Paul and <laughs> the why last couple issues what, what did Peter do? Yes. <laughs> so, what did Peter Pooh? All right, uh, Christina. Final thoughts. I do want to say though, it, it um, She Hulk's not having her own um, tie and stuff with this, and mm-hmm. th- I'm kind of a little bummed about that because I thought that would have been mm-hmm. something cool to see in her ongoing. 
And, I think she uh, filed an she filed an injunction to prevent this from happening. And good for her. <laughs> good for her. Yeah. I, so I, I think she's going to be staying in this main uh, title with Spider Man and stuff. But uh, I'm I'm yeah. Nobody's really talking about it, like Mike said. Because I I, hmm. I personally more excited for Ultimate Spider Man myself, but. Yeah. I think it's a shame too because it's off to a strong start. I think, and uh, I'm hoping people can give it this a chance. So, All right. Craig, we had two and a half uh, really good issues of Spider-Man uh, this month here. Yeah, no doubt. Um, we did. And to paraphrase the Simpsons meme, it feels like with the, with this run, we finally have gotten to the fireworks factory after it being teased <laughs> for many, many issues. It's like gang war is coming. No, Tombstone is the first uh, arc, story arc in this in this run. We're we're building to something, and it feels like okay, we're finally here. So and so far, it's pretty good. So. Uh, Ryan, final thoughts. Um, like I've been going with RP, but it also feels like I do feel like finally Wells is getting what he wanted to do, which is this gang war storyline. He's had he had to deal with Rec Rap and a couple other things beforehand, but he's really been wanting this for I have to say for the last six months, and now it's finally here. And but at the same time, is yeah, there are a lot of people that it's not gonna hype, it's supposed to be. I mean, ultimates barely a month away everybody's more talking about that you have all these crossover books which barely anybody's even talking about unlike mike and i who are reading them and um so forth and honestly i i really did enjoy this issue i enjoyed the one shot really good i really do like the the, the crime lords i always have liked the crimes in spider-man so in a way i'm kind of happy with this sarah final thoughts uh we started from the bottom and now we're here <laughs> One of the nights. Wow! Bravo! 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 Uh, um, but you... but for real, I'm I'm excited for. But it. for real, for real. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm more excited for this crossover event than I was for the last one. So mm. I'm hoping that with the strong start that it's had, it continues in that way. I I'm hoping. Uh, <laughs> if you would like to see us review some of these satellite books coming up next on Patreon only, we are uh, talking about the Luke Cage uh, gang war issue. Uh, the first issue of whatever volume it is, a spider Woman, got that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I'm a big yeah, Jessica what? Drew fan, so I, I like her having an ongoing book. Mm -hmm. So I think that's fun. Uh, I just interviewed him last uh, week. Tom DeFalco and Pat Olaf have oh, a great issue cool. of Secret Wars Battle World. Uh, they're going to mm -hmm. talk. Um, they're not going to. They already did talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, reviewing that book. Uh, Tyler should be happy. We have a new number one of Carnage. We're going to review <laughs> Venom. Uh, everybody gets a symbiote at some point. Uh, yeah. Black <laughs> Widow uh, is on um, taking on whoever that guy. Uh, Miles Morales. We take a look at his book. Uh, is he a smartass again? Uh, going off on Peter, we'll find out. And Nightcrawler, uh, get a little tail with uh, Silver Sable again, like he did last month. We'll find out. And also, there's an origin. If you want to hear all that, that's going to be on patreon.com slash crawlspace. Sarah and I will be back, joined by Kelly. And Tyler and Neil. Neil will probably talk about some Transformers. Uh, wait, the Transformer book. But uh, to my friends, you guys have a happy holidays. Yep. yep. We'll see you. you all 
Man, I hope you liked that episode. Before we go, I want to remind you about patreon.com slash crawlspace. One of the perks that you get by being a member is you get your name read at the end of each audio edition. So I want to give a big thanks and a shout out to Gene and JR and Lisa and Scott and the Crazy Fool. And we got Venkman, Winnipeg Webhead, Adam, Annie. Aries, Brian, Christina, Craig, Cyberweasel, Diabetic Superman, Frazetta Hulk, Jacob, James, Jesse, John, Josh, Kelly, Laura, Noah P, Ryan, Sarah, Scott, Will, Zach, hashtag something good for you, AJ, Anthony, Anthony L, Datboy, Donnie, Frederick, Jeff, Haskimo, Ira, Jay, JB, Jared, Mark, Mark S, Mark T, Matthew, Milo17, we've got Mitzi86, Nick B, Nick C, uh, Patrick, Rocky, Ryan, Sailor Sega, Steven, Stuart, Symbiobro, and thanks to each and every one of them if you'd like to sign up. You also could get uh, your name in front of each uh, video podcast, that's a perk. We've got exclusive discords where you can chat it up with fellow Patreon members. If you like swag, we've got t-shirts and hoodies and coffee cups and stickers and behind-the-scenes info and spider satellites exclusive podcasting. Again, patreon.com slash crawlspace. 